Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. Your host, Kevin Wilson, is going to be taking us on this journey, and we hope you enjoy it. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Wilson. Well, welcome again to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures points to Jesus. My name is Kevin. I'm glad to be with you today for week 19, day 5, 1 Kings 17 through 21, Fire on the Mountain. And as always, you can access a reading plan in the show notes. King Ahab will not go unchecked. A man of God will arise with a fire of God in his belly. And just like Moses of old, he will do and perform great signs for all the people to see. As this man comes near and as he sees all the wickedness that's going on in the northern kingdom of Israel, he sees the pagan culture that has gripped Israel. Elijah is his name, and he will walk in the ways of the Lord and will provide for the widow in chapter 17 and raise her son. He will be a man, as you see in Psalms 68.5, that he will be a father of the fatherless and a protector of widows. God is his holy habitation. In chapter 18, we see the great standoff between the pagan priest of Ahab and the man of God. Mount Carmel is the scene, and once again, the power of God will be on display. 450 prophets gather and ask Baal to show up with a sign. But yet one prophet of God shows up and humbly asks the true God to reveal himself. 1 Kings 18, 36, 39 lays it out this way. And at the time of the offering, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O God, O Lord, King of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, he is God. We would think that the heart of Israel will return, but we see that this is not the case. Elijah sinks into depression after the show of God and runs for his life. God ministers to him through angels and through his still small voice. His successor, Elijah, or Elisha, joins him and becomes his servant. Ahab, though, is a strong military leader, and he defeats the Assyrians and their king twice. Syria is a godless nation, and Israel is led to defeat them twice and then to make a treaty with the nation. We read this about about this in 1 Kings 20, 28 through 30. And and the man of God, not the man of God Elijah we're talking about, but a man of God came near and said to the king of Israel, Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said that God, the Lord is a God of the hills, but he's not the God of the valleys. Therefore, I will give all this great multitude in your hand. You shall know that I am the Lord. And they encamped opposite one another. For seven days. On the seventh day, the battle was joined, and the people of Israel struck down of the Syrians 100,000 foot soldiers in one day, and the rest fled into the city of Aphek, and the wall fell upon 27,000 men who were left. We see here that the evil king continues in his evil ways, even after the victory that the Lord gave him, and he kills Naboth for his vineyard. 
which is next to his palace in Samaria. He is finally humbled by the word of God and relents from punishing him in his day. But his son will see calamity. Where do we see Jesus in all this? You think about the prophet Elijah as he stands upon the Mount of Carmel against 450 prophets of Baal. And as they provoke the prophet of Baal by all sorts of matters, including even cutting themselves and dancing before him, there is no, there is no answer. But yet you see the very goodness of God poured out in the fire of God. And you would think that Elijah, after he sees this, would be so transfixed by the glory of God, but often like we do, that when we are on the top of the mountain, we quickly go into a valley. And that's often how the Christian life is lived. As you saw, the pagan uh, the nation of Syria, they said, well, there's no way that he's the God of the mountains and the valleys. But yet, in the midst of that, as you see Elisha, you see a God who tunes directly to his heart. Even after he is anxious and he suffers and he says, there's no one around who's with me, the still small voice of his creator is there. That still small voice is also the voice of Jesus. And when Jesus comes to his followers and he speaks to them, he speaks to them with a shepherd's voice, even in our anxious times. We see this in Matthew 6, 26, in his teaching on the Sermon on the Mount. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Elijah was valuable to God, and we are too. For just as Elijah was fed there, by an angel ministered to him. So we are fed daily by the one who is our strength and our provision, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you again for joining us on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Next week is week 20, and we pray that you share this podcast if you think it would help somebody grow in Christ. And we pray that you join us again next week as we continue in the reading of the Old Testament, connecting everything to Jesus as we go along the way. Thank you so much for being with us this week on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.